everyone, and welcome to this very special Radiothon edition of Spoiler Alert, a weekly talk radio show for TV and movie lovers. I'm your lady host, Sonia Stanger, and I'm joined as always by two scary cute co-hosts, Sean Dunham and Jeremy Leguie. Hi, pals. How's it going? Oh, I'm so... Uh... I'm so good. I had a whole week of really intense watching. Yeah, Honestly, I'm I'm completely fine. I know you are. We know and we're bitter. I know you are. Don't. Why are you bitter? Don't be bitter. I'm bitter. You can't tell bravery. me not to be bitter. <laughs> okay, I don't want to. Yeah, I don't want to put you guys in a box. As you all hopefully know, this week we're celebrating Radiothon, CJTR's biggest fundraiser of the year, and this year it's more urgent than ever. Our beloved nonprofit station has been in a really tough financial position since the pandemic started, and we need your help, dear listeners, to make sure that it can continue operations as usual. Please. 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 Please, sir. We'll talk a little later about some of the perks of donating, but if you want to show your support, head to cjtr.ca or call us at 306-525-7274. For our special Radiothon episode tonight, since we're smack dab in the middle of smooky season, smooky season, we present Spoiler Alert's Spooktober Spooktacular Scarathon. <laughs> we took turns choosing a movie for each other based on what scares us each the most, and now we get to find out how successful we were. Oh, boy, do we. Okay, so let's maybe just quickly set the scene before we get into talking about the movies ourselves. Mm -hmm. And maybe just say how each of us generally feels about scary movies. Okay. To remind listeners who may not know the the dynamics. So (laughs) I am... I'm bottom of the barrel... gutter like <laughs> very shallow i can't scary movies really scare me but i am it's so weird some things affect me some things do not as mm-hmm. you know. mm-hmm. uh, and i'm pretty okay with like most gore and stuff i'm like this is practical effects i'm not shook by but some things that bring up like real big feelings or just like if the acting is really good <laughs> I, i'm like oh my god this family is in crisis and which is why I've been putting off one film on our list for many years, and uh, they forced you right into it. And the, you got, they get, got me yeah, right. Obviously, into this it. was the pick for sure. Use the yeah. radiothon leverage. That yeah, they twisted my little arm. That we did. That mm-hmm. we, did. we sure did. Mm-hmm. Jeremy, uh, I have a huge problem with horror movies in that I cannot do the verisimilitude mm. of them. And I have a continuous awareness that I am just not Star Wars. I'm in. I'm there. You're like, this is like a I'm, real planet. I'm, I'm just like, like, I just dive right in. But uh, for the horror movies, I think there's like also a thing about like the expectation that like, we're going to scare you. Yeah. You know? And I'm like, just like immediately and like, you're a are little you? Mary like, Contrary. Yeah. Like, but like, like, is that what we're doing here? Like, do we go, do I go to the action movie? Like. I'm going to be in the car. No, I don't. <laughs> I don't have that attitude. So why do you expect it here? Anyway, um, I don't really get scared by things. I think after thinking about it this month, I get like disturbed by depictions of certain things. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Typically involving children. Um, but uh, yeah, like it's just like there's sometimes it's like, oh, I just don't want to see that. Yeah. And uh, like it's not necessarily that it's gore or not. It's just sort of like the circumstances of the thing. Mm-hmm. But I often just find them very boring because their core mechanism, I don't think, kind of works. 
Yeah, I'm not going to lie, that did make this week tricky. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Us trying to will, choose a film. The I will say two of the three films we picked were great. Like, yeah. I will, I yeah. will fully oh, yeah. that. Yeah. Great films. But yeah. that wasn't our goal, Jer. We weren't we trying want, to please you. We wanted you. you to be riddled and rattled. It didn't happen. No. We wanted you... I was like, I know, I was like, let's make Jeremy watch Terrifier 2 <laughs> and the, the grossest movie of all time. And then I was like, pulled it back, the way I walked it back so hard. Yeah, I, realized I, I think that we had about to, 12 hours later. I'm not feeling it at yeah. all. Well, because we also had to watch it, so. Yeah, we also had to real, watch it, and that was what trick. I didn't remember. And so for me, I would say I'm in the same boat as Sean, except maybe worse, because I am We're, very affected by gore. Sean? Um, I, worse in a different way, I think. Because like, you, yeah. like, you, like, you watch more than Sean does, I feel, just in general. Horror movies, yeah. Yes. Perhaps. But I, that doesn't mean I'm not scared when That's I do. True. That's true. And gore really gets to me. And, like, yeah, something I realized this week is that, like, seeing people in distress. Mm makes me feel quite distressed there like one of the movies this week which we'll talk about i literally had a headache the, uh, a tummy ache the whole time oh like an anxiety tummy ache <laughs> so okay so yeah. let's get into it there you go mm-hmm. um why don't we pick why don't we cho- uh, talk about our pick for jer first uh which i chose mm-hmm. <laughs> and which was scarier in it my w- memory? No, it was. It did not affect. It did not affect That's us. Two thousand eight, The Strangers. Yeah. And so our rationale for choosing this, my mm-hmm. rationale for choosing this, is that Jer said that home invasions yeah. are well, something no, that scares him. Get, like in real life. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I have concerns. Yeah. And oh, we should so. all have concerns. <laughs> very scary. This is a safe space for that. Yeah. And so I was like, mm, I remember that one being quite creepy. And yeah. home invasion-y. Because mm-hmm. the whole thing is like, why are you doing this to us? And then the guy's like, because you, you were home. home. Mm-hmm. And that's always stuck with me. Yeah. Now, this came out in 2008. And this was sort of, I feel like, a big point of like, this is a true story. Yes. Like, you won't believe no, how crazy this the true beginning, story is. The it's, yeah. beginning. Well, it's inspired by true well, events. All of these yes. like inspired by but true a, events. But a bunch of different true events. Yeah, yeah. kind of spliced yeah. together. Yeah. Um. And they, but they really try and hit you with that at the beginning. I think because mm-hmm. they, they even have it's not even just text that says it; it's this really cheesy a weird voiceover. man's voice, yeah, yeah, being like, "This is the true event." Christian and Jim. It was very. <laughs> Jimmy. It was real, like true crime, like opening of like yeah. a, a Dateline episode, mm-hmm. just like Christian and John go to their house after a wedding. I'm a white man with authority telling you yeah. how it is. Yeah. And so, the, a, like, a quick synopsis of this film is this couple comes home from a, a wedding, I guess, really late at night. Um, through context clues, we kind of discern that he asked her to marry him, and she obviously said no. Mm-hmm. Very ready. wisely, yeah. I would say. Well, yeah, based on how they deal with this uh, conflict, mm-hmm. they should not be getting married. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Um, <laughs> they're in the middle of kind of trying to, like, unravel this fight, and then this weird girl knocks on the door, and I think they're, like, out in... Like they're like they call it their summer house. Yeah, it's like it's like a cabin area. Like yeah. there's other houses that are quite far. From yeah, the yeah, yeah. Like, but it's not like like the forest, right? But yeah. they're pretty remote. Yes. And so, and she's like, "Is Tamara home?" <laughs> and they're like, "No." And then she just kind of like, stands okay. there. And she's like, "Are you sure?" And they're like, "Yeah." And then anyway, and then a bunch of people just start showing and up. And then at they their just house attack the house over them. and over. Mm-hmm, yeah. Mm-hmm. And wear creepy little baby doll masks. Yes. Yes, they do. Okay, I'm going to interject with my thoughts on this. Yes, I was okay. going to say, Jer. N- 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 nothing 
happens for 48 minutes. So just so we're fully clear. Um, if you think N- the dissolving nothing. of a marriage is <laughs> <laughs> nothing. I would Does have, they love me? Nothing to you, Jer? I would have loved to just see them resolve that fight. Like, if that's no. what this movie was, I would have been totally into it. I, I was Liv like, Tyler. Like, it's, it's I know, like, I, for, I totally forgot it was Liv Tyler. And she does her Livia's. Every line is breathing. She's yeah. just like, what? <laughs> what are you doing? Are you an elf? <laughs> like, Liv. Yeah, it's giving elf, honestly. She's yeah, in this, she, like, gauzy She was Galadriel vibes. Um, <laughs> so, so nothing scared you at all? Uh, I was... I was kind of, by the time things started to get scary, so this movie heavily relies on the good old jump scare. Yes. Where a thing happens, and we hear it, and we don't know what happened, and they investigate, and we... It gets played off, or like we see someone, or like oh, or, a mask was jolts in front of a window. And just, yeah. yeah, just <laughs> again, just again and again and again, and then this is like it's the epitome of like you've made all the wrong decisions. Yeah, oh, like, absolutely. Yeah. Oh. Like, like who's going out for a drive at four in the morning after a wedding in the suit they wore to the when wedding? he goes outside? I was just like, you know what. You get stabbed. Yeah, like, just, what, what do we do? When, with yeah, literally. So this is why I was like, she is so right to not marry him. Mm-hmm. He <laughs> not only proposes to her at a wedding, which I find yes, in poor taste. Very declassé. Very declassé. Oh. And then, um, so when he leaves to go get her cigarettes, uh, fine, that's nice. <laughs> she said, I'll just go to sleep. And he's like, no, 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 no. So he goes. And then she gets harassed in the house. It's really creepy. She's very terrified. Mm-hmm. She has a lot of evidence pointing towards being it. That, like, the crazy things are happening. He gets home, and she's like, oh, my God, thank God. And he's like, she's like, someone was in here. And he's like, Christian, shut up. Yeah, he does. <laughs> you, he's like, nobody was in here. You are so stupid. And I will parade you to room to room like a child. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, no one here. I forgot so my phone in my car. And I'm just like, you could, if you had just been like, okay, let's just go home then. And you mm-hmm. would have, you guys would have been fine. Yeah. yeah. You could easily have got out of that. And, like, even if you don't think there's something there, if someone you love is in distress, that's not how you well, treat them. But he doesn't love her anymore because she well, said no. <laughs> and that also. I'm just like, why do you have to break up? Mm-hmm. Just cause, Anyway. Anyway, I think the whole thing with the film. So, like, at the point where I would have gotten scared, where, like... Do you guys find the preamble more creepy? Or yes. The, okay. Like the well, – I like you can do it. You can't do it for 40 so yes. minutes. Yeah. And I think this movie, one of its downfalls is that it peaks way too soon. Oh, like, yeah. Like I just, would say it was the scariest between that like 48 minutes and maybe like for 20 minutes. And then after that, it's actually not that scary anymore. Mm-hmm. And it kind of – so I watched this in theater and I remember – you know the part where she – Creepy Joanna Newsom is playing Peach Palm Pear or whatever, uh, Sprout and the Bean. If I was her, I would sue them to make me sound so creepy. So they're playing a creepy record player, and uh, Liv is just in her kitchen breathing heavy. And then a man in a mask walks just behind her and sort of stands in the frame behind her. And my audience was like pin drop, dead silent. Everyone was horrified. And my friend's viewing he said the audience erupted in laughter when that guy walked on screen because it actually is really silly that he just like yeah. boop, 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 and then just stands there for a long time so it is like it is you know mm-hmm. you, it can read in so many ways it depends on who it. you watched with it yeah. yeah it's true and i think it's also like a thing of like they're just like let's go to the playbook here are the five moves let's do yeah. them all again and again and you know yeah. and then eventually like you're totally right Sanj. like at some point it just becomes like well, let's see what happens to him because yeah. 
here we're we're doing you know we're doing it like anyway and the organization of the three attackers i was just like they must have had spreadsheets project rent managing yeah because it was just like okay so when she goes to that window i'll run in and i'll write on lipstick on this window mm-hmm. on this wall and then you carolyn practice, practice, rattle practice. a window on this side so you then go there yep. it was like this is a very well oiled machine we didn't even talk about how they accidentally kill their friend they did accidentally kill their friend the always act- sunny in philadelphia guy yeah. <laughs> which actually might be the funnest part of the whole like that's the biggest it's part wild. of this whole thing and like it's crazy. It was like a little twist or whatever, but it's like this might just be why you don't keep guns in your home. Yeah, it is like, honestly a pretty be, strong that argument. That might be like, literally the thing that could happen, you know. And uh, and he's like, he she's like, don't you? Well, she does. Didn't you say your dad? <laughs> like she's like, <laughs> yeah. did you hunt with your dad? And he's like, no, that, that was a lie. <laughs> I'm just like, oh, so your relationship is really bad. <laughs> Truly. You, why did you make up a weird lie about that? Okay. Anyway, he sucks. Is yes, there anything else to say about this? Um, frankly, I, lackluster. I was pretty lackluster. I, I feel like it was just a scene that was an hour and 20 minutes. Yeah. Like, literally, it was just one continuous scene that was way too long. Yeah. And it's, you should see me do this one-man show. <laughs> it's really good. It's really scary. If, if you did this one-man show, that would be amazing. It would be way better. <laughs> you'd be running around with a, trying to put on a it, slap on a wig. It is a thing yeah. where I feel like if you watch the trailer, you got it. You got it. Yeah. yeah. Honestly, yeah. So I guess the surprise is that they, spoiler alert, like, don't really make it. <laughs> no, like, they get straight up. Got it. Yeah, isn't, isn't that the whole point? They that's, get got. Kind of what I know, but like most movies, yeah. like this, I feel like are like, the oh, one. they they oh, conquered or whatever, yeah. or they beat them, or well, there's the that there's boy usually the one that found them. Well, <laughs> and, yeah. you know, he's, and he's good for yeah. now, and he's, he's good, good for not traumatized. He's totally fine. He's okay. Well, sadly, the strangers was not good. But you know what is good, guys? Yeah, uh, please. The fact that our annual Radiothon fundraiser continues until the end of the week. So please, listeners, make your donation now. You can go to cjtr.ca for more information. Slash donate if you are really feeling spicy. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, you'll get there, I feel, either way. You'll get there. uh, To close off Radiothon week, come join us tomorrow, Thursday, October 19th, to see the 1987 cult classic vampire thriller, The Lost Boys, Mm. showing at the RPL Film Theater downtown. The show starts at 7 p.m. and admission is by donation. Oh, my God. So that's one not to be missed. Not Absolutely. A young Diane Wiest protecting her, her children. Um, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. That. That's of course, how, that's Sean's. That's what it's about. The star that's Sean's takeaway. The star. <laughs> My favorite Famously. star of Lost Boys. <laughs> okay, well, let's get into the second movie that we mm-hmm. watched this week. Which one do we want to talk about should we do? Should we do the one I picked for Sean? Because I feel like the smash hit was the third, the, the other one. Yeah, yeah. It's sure. Best for last, is that Sean? Sure. Yeah. yeah. So this is, I think, a well-established uh Film in the horror world. I oh think. yeah! It came out in 2019. As I try to Google it super hard because I accidentally closed my window. Anyway, 2018's Hereditary uh, is probably the best horror movie I've ever seen of this type. Yeah, yeah, and kind of seemed like a no-brainer to scare Sean. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that that puzzle piece just fit in like the enzyme. Like a, like a glove. Like a glove. Uh, <laughs> as we all know, Sean kind of is into occult things. So I found the most occult movie 
that could be found. But it was real good, right? It was real good. Yeah, like, so super well done. Anyway, Hereditary is about... Uh. <laughs> so hard. Right before this, I was telling my partner, I was describing the movie to my partner and explaining the various plot points to him because he refuses to watch horror movies. So oh, it's, okay. it's a never watch for him. Mm-hmm. And as I was trying to explain things and then like explaining the things I had already told him, like giving more context, I was just like, this is, this this is, this is the wildest and thing. The other problem is like, I can say spoiler alert and say what this is about, but the not knowing yeah, is the thing. Is, the not knowing is good. Yes. And I think, so I'm going to kind of hold it. So it's about a family who's going. Going through something. <laughs> that is an understatement. <laughs> a few things. Big yeah, grief. just a few things. Uh, and uh, it's it's about a, a loving mother trying to get over the the, the death of her mother. Uh, <laughs> I mean, sure, <laughs> that's in there, right? Anyway, yeah. I think the thing I should say is that it is an occult film that just has payoff after payoff yeah. as you like learn the truth of what's going on. And that is so shocking that, like, by the time you get to the end, you can't believe the journey you've been on. True. You know? Like, the way on, the way that I walked through my life leading up to this, <laughs> I was like, I was like I knew I had a lethal injection at the end of the day. <laughs> I was just, like, my, I was walking through my day, like, in a stupor. I was like, oh, here we go. Um, but, yeah, like, the way that it o- leads, it kind of sets it up as, like, a, oh, a creepy child. Mm-hmm. is a yes. creepy child movie or whatever. Yes. And then it immediately twists that, and then it is, oh, this is an insane uh, reflection on grief that is so visceral. Mm-hmm. And and then it twists it again, and then it's like, oh, and it's also about, like, a demon. demon. Yeah. <laughs> but there's also, like, like it does play with, like, sanity in there. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. There are a lot of people who've, like, unpacked a lot of what's gone on, and there's a lot of good thought about, like, it kind of being sort of like Greek play with the miniatures because the, oh, the, the, her job is a dollhouse builder. Yeah, like, what, like I, let's not even. She's thing. an artist. What is this? A romance novel? <laughs> like, what's the? Is she trying she, to buy a house? And she's, she's a romance. Like, she's, I'm, a, I'm a dollhouse builder. My I'm, husband's a kindergarten. She, no, teacher. she's an Sean, artist. The term is miniaturist. <laughs> yes. Okay. I'm sorry. Um, but uh, yeah, no. There's so much interesting things going on about how they can't escape their fate. And yeah. when we learn about the reasons that the town folk are doing certain things to them, like at the, from the onset, it just seems so crazy. Yeah. And then it seems so logical in a creepy way. Yeah. Um, also, I do think, like, I don't want to call them jump scares because I don't think it was a jump scare. But there is just some level of realism to the things that happen. That like make me feel like it's like grounded in the real world. Yes, like that's when what she, makes it so scary. When she was just like would see her mom just like in the dark. Yeah, in the corner of the what room or whatever. Like I see stuff like that all the time. Yeah, and um, it, they did that. So it wasn't like oh it's a ghost. It mm-hmm. was just like oh it's kind of a weird like I don't. It gives you the vibe. Of, yeah, like the visual composition of those shots yes. is such that you can kind of both see the figure of her mom that she's seeing and the, like, just the fact that it's just a shadow in a room. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, totally. You can, like, that's, I think, what makes it feel so real. Um, and also, that Tony Collette is a oh, slayer. Oh like, yes. is so good. She delivers such, so, like, a few monologues that have really stuck with me. One of them, probably the most famous one, is when she's like, I am your mother! Yeah. <laughs> but then the one that's sort of quieter is when she is in this sort of grief counseling, oh, and she's God. just telling her story to these people, and I was like, oh my God, Tony, you're so good. Mm-hmm. So, well, I'm, like, 
I don't know, like, she has to do so much work to carry everything. But, like, even Alex Wolf does yeah. such a good job. And Sometimes he does a good job. I feel like when <laughs> there was a part when he's just like, you were trying to pull my head off. <laughs> and then, ah, ah, <laughs> like, it's crying. I thought I, I was like, I what is going on? Uh, also, I do think that Spoiler alert, him jumping at the end. I'm just going to leave it at that. <laughs> yeah. Is the most logical thing anyone's ever done just in a like, horror movie. Just like, give me out. Like, it's just like, oh, yeah. that far to, like, do that. Anyway, um, I don't know. I just thought it's it's such a good horror movie. Like, it's just such a good. Yeah. It's a good, like, be. it's such a good just. Yeah, like, it, it's a few different films. Yes. Squished together. And like, but you know, not in a. Like, I think we often say that as, like, criticism mm-hmm. yeah. of, like, this thing didn't know what it was. But actually, he just managed to weave right. yeah, multiple a genre things weave. into yes. one. And, again, I ha- like, I have, like, one of my big gripes for these horror movies is that there is no payoff. We don't find out what the thing was. Yeah. We don't get enough information. Oh, it's a mystery. But this, like, deals with it. And that is so uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. Like actually learning what's happening and experiencing yeah. the outcome of all these things that are happening is like the scariest part. Yeah. Right. And then when it's done, you're just like, oh, that was wild. Like that was out. Like then it gives you nothing. That's right? so true. I was thinking about that with, um, well, let's just call it the stop sign scene. Yes. The stops? Well, the pole. Well, or the, the pole. pole. The, the light pole. pole. It's a light pole, yeah. yeah. The pole, yeah. Uh, the, the car scene. Yes. Um, where I think a lot of movies, it would kind of cut away after you realized what had happened. Yes. But with this, you stick with him. Mm-hmm. And that sense of dread as he's driving home. Mm-hmm. And and you're like, how? how we're going to actually have to w- watch him have to tell them. Mm-hmm. And I hate to tell someone how to process their emotions well but uh, sir (laughs) we gotta it wasn't wasn't the best course of action i'm gonna go ahead and say he was deeply traumatized and in shock and not in a place to make a decision and actually i'm like how come there are no criminal charges brought against well it's yeah Mm -hmm. yeah i guess there's also some weird just timeline stuff where i'm just like how long has it been between this point this point yeah Yeah. like was it a day but i think that's part of i think it's a bit intentional like it's a grief yeah it's that's a good point sean it's like the theme of grief but also it destabilizes you a bit Mm. as the viewer yeah and i think it contributes to like yeah that kind of sense but like yeah i was just thinking like it really puts you in that character's shoes Mm -hmm. i think where you're kind of like feeling the dread of Mm -hmm. having to basically watch tony collette's face when he tells her and then you're like oh no we just have to hear. We're going to hear it, mm-hmm. which is horrible yeah. in its own way. Yeah. Uh, Sean, how do you feel? Yes. Good question. Um, that's, that's what this is about. Did it, it work? Oh, it yeah. got me. Sean guys. looks, he is sweating so hard I'm sweating. Right now. <laughs> well, mostly because, like, so I, my brother's six years younger than me and my sister's 11 years younger than me. I was mm. always looking after them. And it brought up a lot of mm. crazy trauma to me because I was always their, like, caretaker. And I would have fears of, like... What if I'm, like, as a 15-year-old, not equipped to, like, deal with this? And I was really horrified. I was just like, something easily could have gone wrong, and I would have destroyed my entire family's life. Yeah. Right? <laughs> it unlocks that anxious older sibling it, yeah, I trauma was, for sure. So, so not only did we freak you out in one way, but we accessed a thing you've never talked about publicly. You, and, you, fr- you and freaked me out. And fear. actually, I feel like that was the secret 
like one of the secret reasons why I really didn't want to watch this film. Mm, but I was like, there's stuff. something going on, and then whew, it got me. Yeah, it's 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 a lot. I literally watched it on my tablet instead of the TV <laughs> so that it was, like, smaller and more manageable. I watched it at, like, 1 in the afternoon. Yeah, I, let, I was stupid and didn't. Let the sun stream in. Didn't plan ahead. And then had to watch it at night, last night, and then was like, oh, what have I done? Um, I also wrote down Chekhov's net walnut allergy and... <laughs> 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 Um, Incredible. Um, and also that um, Tony Glenn gave a kind of a pretty rude eulogy. And oh, for, I was, was like, okay, maybe someone else should have given this to her mom's at her mom's funeral. She was just like, she's complicated. She's very rude. I liked it. I was like, more eulogies should be honest. Like, drag this. her. Yeah. It actually made me think about um, my grandma's memorial, which was this summer, and how there were some like. Not to that level, <laughs> but like some more honest yeah. speakers. Yeah, yeah. And I, I was like, this is correct. But yeah, <laughs> it made me curious about her mom as a person right from the jump. Right, because we actually don't even get to meet her. Well, right. She just sort of looms over the whole thing. I mean, thing. we, we kind of do. Um, can we briefly talk about Ann Dowd, who oh, plays Joan? love Ann Dowd. She I also, was, I feel... Yes. Does I, a lot for it this. It took me a minute to figure out what you guys were saying just then. And out. <laughs> yes. I was like, what are you? <laughs> um, yeah. And out is one of those sort of underrated characters of this, but really keeps mm-hmm. the plot moving. Yes. Yes. And adds, like, I don't know, she adds a certain, I don't know what, what, like. Well, like. You know the char- like there's the same character in Rosemary's Baby, kind of like yeah, sort of a faux concerned uh, the person that you think is a friend and and ooh, maybe not yeah secrets 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 secrets. Do you guys think like how old was Millie Shapiro when they made this? I think she was probably older than she was styled. Yeah, I think she probably was like 15 or something. Mm. Yeah, she's 21. This came out in 2018, so yeah, she was 15. But I, I found myself concerned for her, where I was like, Dark- they, I hope they gave her, like, counseling after this. Like the actress? Yeah. Oh, okay. I don't know. I just have been thinking about kids in horror movies lately. Well, I, yeah, there's, like, that series of interviews where they're talking to Alex Wolf, and he's like, he was really brutal to film this, and Tony Collette's like... Yeah, job's a job. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like, yeah, Tony, you're 40. That's different. Yeah. <laughs> your, your prefrontal cortex is done cooking. Yeah. Well, with that, <laughs> it's time for us to take a break, decompress from all this scaring, and hear a word from our sponsors. We'll be right back with more spirit here on 91.3 FM CJTR Regina Community Radio, tuned into the community. Welcome back to Spoiler Alert. We are going to get back to talking our Spooktober Spooktacular Scarathon in just a minute. But first, we're going to play a little game lovingly called The Game. It's game time, people. Wow. I don't know what that was. It kind of sounded like blues clues. That literally shook me for a minute there. It worked. For those who don't know, air horns. Maybe that's, that's what scares you. Scared of air horns. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> if only we knew. <laughs> yeah, there'd be like the, the lighthouse. <laughs> this is the movie that gets me. <laughs> uh, little Mermaid carved out of ivory. 
for those who don't know, or if you're just tuning in, the game is where I spend, it was like 10 minutes this week, and then I thought you'd seen it, and I checked, and you had, and then two minutes, and then I really thought about the idea, and I thought this one would be more fun, so like another 30 seconds, uh, where I find a movie related to our to- topic that these two have hopefully not seen or th- heard about, big fingers crossed on this guy. Uh, I tell them the title, they tell me what they think it's about, I tell them what it's really about, and we all have a great time. You guys ready to play the game? I'm ready. Yeah. This week's title is, I think you may have heard of it, <gasps> Winnie the Pooh, Titanic. Blood and Honey. Oh. <laughs> okay, have we done this one before? No, we have not. Are you sure? I am very sure, because it came out in this year. Okay, okay, I have <laughs> heard about year, it, but right? I don't know what it's about. So. Yes, I, I think that there's some news about it, but I'm not sure if you know what it's about. I think I've okay. only seen, like, memes and jokes about yeah. it. It was showed at the school recently. Oh, oh so. okay. An accident, yeah. But no, was it? No, it was not. It was on purpose? What? I think they just thought it was a Winnie the Pooh. Oh. Yeah. So, like... Maybe an accident? I don't know. Is yeah, that, that, that I feel seems, like that's. I would call that an accident. Yeah. <laughs> a little whoopsie-doo? Not unlike, nope, never mind. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say something pretty inappropriate. Who wants to go first? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I guess well, not. Okay. I guess I will. Okay, so I have heard of this before, and mm-hmm. I'm trying to grasp what I remember. I oh. believe it is about... Uh, Christopher Robin returns to the Hundred Acre Wood mm-hmm. as an adult, mm-hmm. and all of the animals are still there, but since he stopped visiting them, they all went kind of feral and crazy, and then they wreak havoc on Christopher Robin and his friends mm-hmm. and kill them <gasps> using honey pots and putting you in your kanga pouch. Or, I don't know. Oh, no. That, I, that would be gross. Swishing you around. I don't know. <laughs> Weird, uh, drop a house on you, your style. What? <laughs> right? Doesn't he wear that house <laughs> on his back? Maybe I'm making Maybe. something. Maybe I don't know. Remember when Eeyore just like think of him being sad? Doesn't yeah. Eeyore like steal Piglet's house or something? Oh, maybe. <laughs> doesn't he maybe. steal? Piglet's I think he's. House. I, I think Piglet like left. Oh wait, maybe it's the opposite. Maybe Piglet stole Eeyore's house, and. Anyway, there's problems, <laughs> obviously, in Hundred Acre Wood. They got problems. They've got, they got problems. They got problems. And, um, yeah, and then, I, I don't know, I think they killed Christopher Robin, too. Ooh. Wow. Right? Scary. Yeah. Okay. Sanj? I think Winnie the Pooh, Blood and Honey, is also, so I think Christopher Robin is, uh, He's dropped out of university. He's going through a rough time. Mm-hmm. He comes home for a visit, and he wanders out to the Hundred Acre Wood. He puts those galoshes back on. Yes, mm-hmm. they're, they're a little tight. <laughs> for so he's really unco- his feet are uncomfortable the whole movie. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's it's a bit similar to Sean. So he goes in, and it's just like eerily quiet. He doesn't see anyone there. He like goes to Pooh Corner. Ew. <laughs> I'm not calling it that. <laughs> and there, and it's like bereft. There's empty honey pots everywhere. And then, um, yeah, uh, the animals are, as Sean said, feral mm-hmm, <laughs> and mm-hmm. spooky, and they're attacking him. And um, he basically realizes, I think, that um, the society in the Hundred Acre Wood was always a like terrible distortion, mm-hmm. and. He, they were just, the animals were just shielding him from it, but since he's left, some evil force has taken over. Heffalumps, I guess. Oh, 
And then he goes through this whole journey. He like, you know, they maybe they fight and defeat the heffalumps and like restore the hundred acre wood. Mm-hmm. And then he wakes up, and this whole time he's been in the psych ward. He's in a straitjacket. He's had a mental collapse. Whoa. Oh. Okay. Wow. That's what I think it's about. Um. Okay. I figure what we're going to do. I think you both get a point. Uh, you both it's have... A it's a Radiothon miracle. It's a Radiothon miracle. Plus, Jeremy picked a super popular thing. Uh, <laughs> Sean, I don't know. This came out so recently. I don't know how... If Did you watch it? No, I didn't watch it. Okay. You think I would watch this? I don't <laughs> yeah. know. So, uh, you both kind of had parts of it uh, in different ways. Um, <laughs> the premise of the movie is that uh, Christopher Robin is in the Hundred Acre Wood and everything's good, and then he leaves and kind of never comes back. And because they're not being fed, they decide to eat Eeyore. Oh. <laughs> and so uh, when they do that, because Eeyore had always like lost its fate, they fully dive into it, and they vow never to speak again. You guys, they are like fully humanoid yeah. animals. They're like big creepy. Yeah, like yeah. it's so it's so weird. Uh, it looks pretty good. You should check it out. It came out just at the start of this year. Uh, it <laughs> came out January 26th in Mexico and March 10th in the UK. <laughs> That's funny. Okay. Yeah, uh, and it was made in the UK, so they must have got a, a screening or something. Anyway, um, you should check it out. It looks pretty good. Like, it kind of looks a little crazy. And um, it uh, was made for $100,000 and so Dang. far has grossed $5.2 So it's like a little indie situation. And, okay. Uh, there you guys go. You each get a point for Winnie the Pooh, Blood, and Honey. Yay. Do you yes. think Pooh still has his creepy voice, his like whispery they, man They never voice? speak. They, they vowed, no, oh, they vowed to never oh, speak. That, yeah. d- that oh, that is spooky. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, but uh, the piglet costume is terrifying. Yeah. Yes, it is terrifying. You guys, thank you for playing the game. Thank, thank you, you. The game is, of course, brought to you by CJTR's 2023 Radiothon, which Woo. is on now and runs until Thursday, October 19th. This week-long festival of special programming and fun... This is a week-long... I can read. This can is a week-long festival of special programming and a fundraiser for Regina Community Radio. In order to keep us on the air, we need to raise 40 thousand dollars and if we don't hit this goal you guys it's honestly a little bleak right now it's, it's <laughs> so if we're, you, if it's you can, like if you you're can help, eeyore and we're, <laughs> we're you, the rest of the animals if you can maybe. help us out that would be great uh, so for a hundred dollar donation you will receive a limited edition t-shirt designed by gavin delint or for two two hundred and fifty dollar donation you get a t-shirt and a hoodie and if you donate five hundred dollars your name will be put on a plaque in our office to celebrate your com- commitment to community forever okay plaque. Yeah. Ooh. also for every 25 dollars donated you'll be entered entered into a draw for a special prize package featuring amazing products and services from local businesses like avici day spa buckthorn general store bushwhacker brew pub cure C- kitchen and bar hampton hub Lockwood Sourdough, Potion Skin Care Co. Plu- How do I say this? Plobo Chili? Plobo Chili. Pueblo. <laughs> Pueblo. Oh, God. Pure Living Yoga, Rooted Living Design, School of Rock Regina, Session Studio, the Regina Symphony Orchestra, Vintage Vinyl, and Visions Hand Sculpted Candles. Also, visit Rebe- Rebellion Brewing on Dudney Avenue for Radiothon, and $1 from every pint served will go to CJTR. Thanks for that, Rebellion. 
Thank you, Ooh, Ryan. Happy way to donate. Celebrate local voices and culture by streaming, tuning in, and pledging your support to 91.3 FM CJTR Regina Community Radio during the 2023 Radiothon. Visit cjtr.ca for full details and donate today. But wait. <gasps> what? There's there more. Oh, more. I'm so happy you said it. <laughs> As a special thank you to Radiothon supporters, we, the hosts of Spoiler Alert, will send you a personalized film recommendation for every $25 you choose to donate. Just send us a message on social confirming your donation and the titles of three movies you love, and we will craft you oh. your very own recommendation that you might Treasure kind of forever. like. No, you'll treasure no, it. You'll, and you'll love it. It'll be special and personalized mm-hmm. right for you and with love. Yeah, and you'll watch it with your eyeballs. And with a little bow around it. A virtual bow. A virtual bow. Of love. <laughs> a virtual literal bow. <laughs> well, thank you, Jer, thank for you. that. And listeners, we really do look forward to uh, personalizing you some movie recs. So yes, hit please. us up. Um, all right, well, let's get back to our scarathon where we were choosing movies with the intention of scaring each other. We have one left. Oh, I should say, do we have anything else to say about Hereditary? Uh, it was real good. You should watch it. It's scary. It's so scary. Yeah, it does It does what it do. Um, you'll never look at a piano wire the same way again. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Ooh. You'll never look at a white shacket outfit the same way either. <laughs> that's, what she, she, that's what she wears in the final scene. She's like wearing this great little shacket, and I'm like, uh-oh. Sean, I didn't even notice. She's bringing the shacket to the wall, up the walls. Up the wall. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> shout, out, shout out to the shacket. <laughs> okay. Um, Sean, do you want to pick, do you want to talk about our, our third one? Yes. So this one, I picked for Sonia because she is a little squeamish about gore and I have been hearing so much about this film and actually I went on a date with someone once and we were like we should recommend a film for each other and he recommended Pearl and I recommended Barb and Star go to Vista Del Mar <laughs> <laughs> two things two of equal amazing. quality and he watched his right away and I was I put mine off basically until this week mm. um, but I have been extremely <laughs> curious to watch it and I know mm-hmm. that blood is bloodening so I was like this is a perfect way for Sonia to watch and then also I will have to watch as well yeah it really worked out mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so Pearl is the second of a trilogy of an upcoming trilogy second film uh, and the sequel was re- it's a sequel to a film that was released like literally eight months before that it came out so quickly um, the X is the first one Pearl is the second and it's sort of an origin story. and But you don't need to watch the first one, really, to no. get it. It's a very beautiful I didn't know there was the first one. Yes. We actually watched both. We watched Ooh. both. Um, it's, and, like, she's just Pearl. She's, there's just more Pearl? The first one takes place in the 70s when Pearl is an old woman. That sounds awesome. It's pretty... <laughs> it, is, just like, mm. it is good, but not as good as Pearl. Oh, okay. Pearl is extremely superior, yeah. but amazing. Okay. Um, so, yeah, basically the plot is a woman lives with her um, her dad, who is... Uh, chair-ridden. Chair-ridden. <laughs> By the Spanish flu. <laughs> By the Spanish flu. It takes place in 1918, so the Spanish flu is rampant. The war is on. Things are tough. Mm-hmm. Mom is a German immigrant that is really r- rough on her. Oof. And... Pearl has these big ideas of getting off this farm, getting off this farm and dancing. 
And I'm going to be a star one day. I'm going to be star mama. And, um, <laughs> and then she just tries to make this happen, basically. And... <laughs> Right? Yeah, I mean what, that yeah, is what just, it's about. She just shoots for her dreams. She shoots for her dreams. She her dreams. Yeah, that's what this. That's what. That's all it is. It's a. I would say it's a cautionary tale <laughs> about <laughs> about the the strictures of patriarchy and being trapped in a life mm-hmm. where you don't get to make choices. Yes, and where you pretend mental health isn't a thing. Yes. Also that. <laughs> the untreated mental health issues are rampant. Because that is, I think, a factor True. for Pearl. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and her husband, her, she has married a man, but he went to Howard. war right away. Howard. So she's waiting for Howard to get back, and she's just not loving her life? Nope. Well, because Howard is from... Howard's more upper class. And so she had these notions that he would sort of be able to to save her from her yeah she wanted to be plucked farm away farm life of toil yes and that's not how no the war has sort of spoiled that for her mm-hmm. yeah so basically Pearl she goes into town she sees a film she's like oh my god I could be on film mm-hmm. she meets the very handsome uh, projectionist mm. she gets a little involved with him and he's like you can do it's handsome what <laughs> <laughs> and like that's you can do uh, when I think about it. he's like you can do whatever you want Pearl mm-hmm. you can chase your dreams and she's like I will chase my dreams mm-hmm. and then um, and then she does that and then yeah. her mom's like, hey, Pearl, you're actually so messed up. Mm-hmm. And then Pearl just takes out her anger on the family. Yeah. Should we be spoiling it? I feel like it's... I, it's, a, it's another hard one because I do feel like a part of the spectacle is not knowing what Pearl's going to do. Yeah. And, yeah. like, this movie's incredible. Well, and like, I think this might be maybe more than any movie I've ever seen. A case of I had no idea what she was going to do next. Straight up, yeah. The scarecrow? Well, yeah. Oh, oh, scarecrow mama? Oh. Yeah. I, you can have a passionate moment with this scarecrow, even though she told him that she was married. <laughs> I'm married! I'm a married woman! <laughs> um, I also think that we should mention is that the film is looks so incredible. Mm. It looks straight up like... Saturated Technicolor yep. Wizard of Oz. Yeah, it's yes. giving like, MGM. Uh, it's MGM Golden Age. The 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 sound and music also is just so good. But like uh, the the the, um, the credits, like the credit sequences, are so stylized. The the soundtrack is just these soaring strings. It's beautiful, and I love. It. Mm-hmm. I really enjoyed it. Um, but they also do this thing, and I I don't know if you guys noticed until the end, but they do not cut the shot until it's time to cut the shot. Yeah, and there are some like her monologue well, is the monologue. crazy, like five plus minutes. Yes, but at the end when she's just smiling, like that is a wild thing. Like that is crazy to see. That's the cursed ending of Call Me by Your Name. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> I have not thought of that. <laughs> yeah, she... Um, Mia Goth basically rip-roars through this film. She is oh. such a good performer. And you don't really... I didn't see much of her before this. And then I was like, this woman is a star. Yeah. And she... Yeah, she, like Jared says, she delivers this monologue near the end where she basically speaks for like the camera just rests on her and she just goes like five plus minutes of like sh- tears are flowing they're drying up she is like she's just sort of talking it, it feels improv because it's not it's just it's like sort of mm-hmm. segmented 
um, unnatural way of speaking, but yeah, she's just uh, she's great. Yeah. Well, the way she kind of like manages to be both like vulnerable and like sweet, Mm -hmm. but then ooh, there's a little edge of scary, like. The, the shades of pearl that she can yes. inject into a scene. Oh, the shades of pearl. The shades of pearl, the mama. Uh, and also, I think, like, it's another... I think this week I did figure out that my... Like I said, my beef with things is that they don't resolve things. And this is another case where, like, we did deal with it. And, like, in her big monologue, Pearl gets to explain why she feels the way she feels. And, like, we actually, like, get her perspective, which is terrifying. Like, it, <laughs> yeah. like, it is completely unhinged. But um, it's just the fact that, like, it feels like such a real person, right? Like, we get every part of this. In this really unreal film. Like, that's part of what's cool, I think. Mm -hmm. Um, We should say another big plot point that I forgot is that she finds out that there's a dance audition in town. Mm -hmm. Um, Then she's like, this will be my big break. This is it. And so her mom's obviously like, no, you can't go to the dance audition. And she moves... Heaven and hell to go to this dance wow. audition, <laughs> and um, and has this fantasy sequence when she's auditioning that she is in uh, like a World War One propaganda dance troupe. It's really wild. She like the fantasy world that Pearl lives in. Her like delusional dream world is amazing. And her sister, her ill, her sister in law, is also auditioning at the same time. Mm-hmm. Mitzi, Mitzi, and Mitzi, unfortunately, doesn't know what she's getting wrapped up with for with that one. For real. Now, okay, two. So two things. Well, one thing and then a question. Number one, I was prepared for this to be gorier, and it mm-hmm. was. But I was prepared for more. Yeah, yeah. I was prepared. For, so the, the next part is, Sanj, how do you feel? Um. It did. It did scare me, mm-hmm. and the gore did affect me. Honestly, the pig, the pig was gross. did a lot of heavy yes. lifting on that front for me. So yes, just like like it, like and the it's pig rotting. alone, yeah, oh, okay. with the maggots, mm-hmm. and like when she sets the table and yeah. it's all rotten, yeah, her little gross. tableau. That's weird. Spooky. Rotten tableau. Pearl's <laughs> um, gonna fix her life. You guys, she's gonna fix. Her life. <laughs> she is gonna fix. Her I life. wish she's she could. The the like uh, the dread. I would say mm-hmm. it did mm-hmm. very effectively for me. I think I covered my eyes a lot Did when you? we were watching it. I wanted to watch the blood I found very interesting because it was so highlighter, like, cartoonish. cartoonish. Yeah. 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 But... But there still, wasn't a lot of... there. You're right. There wasn't a lot of blood. No. There was, like, two two instances of blood. Yes. And, like, I don't... Well, it, uh, the bloody parts kind of did feel, like, low budget to me. Not that that's a negative thing, but, like... It didn't seem as big as the other things yeah. that they had presented in the mm-hmm. and in the opening we do get to see Pearl uh use a pitchfork to stab a goose and then feed it to an alligator. Yeah. Uh which like Which will come back in the sequel. Last movie we had Chekhov's <laughs> walnuts. This time it was Chekhov's, Chekhov's gator. Ag- Chekhov's gator. Chekhov, if you've got a gator, you gotta use the gator. That's <laughs> it's gonna the, go off that's, eventually. That's the rule, you guys. If but, Theta's there, you gotta use Theta. Theta. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's true. Uh you liked it though. But yeah, yeah. I think it was it's this is actually kind of an ideal type of horror movie for me mm-hmm. because there was enough other stuff to kind of yeah. carry me through without me just being mired in fear mm-hmm. and being grossed out. Yeah, it was so so stylish and there was so much other re- plot going on besides like someone's going to get killed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
it gave me uh, promising young woman vibes. Yeah. In terms of like, oh, there's there's things happening. Like yeah. there's a plot and there's stuff going on, and these people have goals and like are pushing, but also like some bad's going to happen. Yeah, that sense of yes. mounting dread. Yes. Yeah. It do get me. Oh, Pearl. Oh, Pearl. And yeah, it's really interesting because we were talking about this. Like in X, Mia Goth's performance is like it's not bad. Mm-hmm. But it it gave it, I feel like if you I saw that movie that first, of yeah, you would have no sure. indication mm-hmm. of how oh, good yeah. she is in Pearl. She did such a good job. Like it was wild. Yeah. She's like, she was giving me Shelley Duvall. Yeah. The Shining. Yes, she is. <laughs> Until Duvall. she, except she was like both characters. She was Jack Torrance and Shelley Duvall. She was. Well, at the and same there's time. so many references. Or was that in the first? Was that in X? I guess both. <laughs> X was. I feel like the references were really like. Chainsaw Massacre seventies uh, mm-hmm. references heavy. Yes, and then the act- but but both of them were dealing with film, like mm-hmm. the effects of film, basic or like mm-hmm. that film has on people. Yeah, yes. and but like it also like the look they gave it was like you said Technicolor film, mm-hmm. yeah. right? Like it it very much vibed that way, and then well, I don't know the the whole thing like just the way they did it kind of kept me in the whole time mm-hmm. and like I don't know like you said you covered your eyes and I felt like I couldn't just cause I was like it'd be like oh man that was really creepy but look at this shot yeah. <laughs> like, it was just like such a cool thing so yeah it was good which I would say Hereditary had some of that for me as well I think so well Hereditary kind of seems like the best of the formula to me mm-hmm. right like they did like all the best moves in the best way and then like landed it in, to put it into gymnastic, uh, <laughs> right? And terms. we usually speak in gymnastics. And yeah, that terms, is, you know, that's, yeah. yeah. But, Way to um, vault that one, Jared. Yeah, and then of course, the strangers was just like the well. thing I hate the most. No, that flopped. Yeah, but we did choose two very, very good films. We this did, week, yes, this week, and that I had not seen before, mm-hmm. and I'm very grateful that I got to get them on. I was surprised at the second watch of Hereditary how obvious stuff was. Yeah, and uh, I don't know, like. Maybe I there were things I just didn't recognize that were happening, and then of course like YouTube like picks things apart, yeah. And there's just so much stuff, and it's like oh like this is crazy. Well, like, I mean Ari wild. Aster, like that's yeah, his, of course that's his bag, right? But just like layers and layers of meaning mm-hmm. and thought, and and it's it's really cool to see that amount of detail go into the whole thing. Yeah, so. hard agree. Hard agree. All right. Well, in our last five minutes here, do we want to do? A super quick what you're watching. We sure. We have some other final thoughts. Um, I will tell you guys about an amazing viewing experience I had this week mm-hmm. where I went to the IMAX and I saw Stop Making Sense, which is a 1984 documentary about the Talking Head, a Talking Heads performance that happened in like 1983. Mm-hmm. And it is just like, it's not a documentary really, it's just the concert filming, but he, you know, David Byrne walks on stage. In the beginning, the stage is completely empty, like, ladders and up. It looks like it's not prepared for performance. And he just has his guitar and a little boombox, and he plays a song. And then uh, people just keep bringing on, like, instruments and, like, staging and just setting up behind him. And other instrumentalists walk on until it builds to this insane, frenetic, energetic performance, like, this, like, really wild finale. And the IMAX lasers, we should be adopting one <laughs> because it looked so amazing. You could see 
like the pilling on his pants. Mm. Like you could see like spit flying, people pouring sweat, working so hard. It was like such a great experience. Mm. And I was like, thank you, IMAX, for this. Cool. That's, I didn't even know about that. I would have checked that out. Well, and today is its last day, and it plays oh, at 7, so... I know. It's, <laughs> I, I was make, so sad. I wanted to go so bad, and just none of the time. I'm going to make it there out. in four minutes. You can make it. That's fair. Uh, I got to go see the uh, concert event of the century. Eras? Yes. <laughs> uh, the th- oh, yes, the, the film. The three-hour Eras concert from Taylor Swift. Um, it, sh- it happened. Did uh, people dance in your theater? There was some there was some movement which I thought was cool. They did like an announcement that's like you're allowed to dance and, and move around. There was like I think a bit more singing and some bopping as opposed to there were some children <laughs> like up and dancing, but that was still good. That's good. Um it was good it like it's super well done. Like this is my problem with it and like I just want them to do more things because I know we can. And it bugs me that we didn't do... Like, I want a three-hour music video. I fully understand this is not that. Like, I get it. Mm. But, like, if we're if we're doing a thing... Like, I'm annoyed that it's a record of a thing, not a thing. And mm. I get why it's out and why all the... Like, that's... But, uh, yeah, it was just a full full concert situation. Oh, my God. A lot, of, you... a lot of spinning. <laughs> Did you oh, take she's got a good spin. Pardon me? Did you take the child of the show? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, it was a family l- event. She loved it. It was good. It was maybe too much for the child of the show. It's a lot. That's well, a lot. Three hours. Yeah, no, it was an in, it was an intense intense go, but it was still. You have yeah. to pump her full of sodi to stay away. <laughs> that, and that we did. <laughs> go pee seven times. Um, it's the the second season of Our Flag Means Death. Oh, for real? Uh, premiered on October 5th. Oh. And it's actually the best thing that's ever happened to me because I thought there was one new episode. There were three. Wow. And then the next week, last week, there were two. So I don't know how many there are going to be this week. I haven't peeked. Obviously. It's so good, you guys. Like, I was scared. I was like, how are they going to stick the landing on some of this stuff? Like, how are they going to... There's that gymnastics talk again. Exactly. Navigate some of this, but... Mm -hmm. Dang I if feel, they didn't. I feel I feel whole again, honestly. Nice. Uh-huh. I I've, I've been yelling at my TV like it's a sports <laughs> event at certain plot points. They did they they did some really cool stuff cool. this season. So wow, we've had some good watch watching. We have. Well. We we've all been We've been watching We've been, been watching things. But that is all the time we have for this week. So all the thanks to Saskatoon's The Garys for the use of our theme song, Manituna, to everyone at CJTR, and to you, our beloved listeners, for lending us your ears. The show is broadcast live Wednesdays at 6 p.m., rebroadcast Fridays at 3, and we're available as a podcast on CJTR's website and anywhere else you get your podcasts. Tomorrow is the very last day to support Radiothon, so don't forget to get your donations in and help save people-powered radio. Please give us some money. My Electric <laughs> is coming up next. Have a great week. Bye. Bye. See ya.